0: Six Pack out I want to give a quick shout out to our partners, the strength guys in this app that we have. It can be found at positionsofpower.programs with an S dot app. And the strength guys who coach people like Taylor Atwood, have you heard of him? He's pretty good. Uh, they've had several world champions Several national champions. And uh, I mean a laundry list of records. National records. World records have been broken. Etc. But they have an app. With their elite level programming. Available video tutorials. Uh, I mean the whole nine. It's one stop shop. Once you're in here. There's a discord where they're doing video review of your lifts. um, To get all your lifts analyzed. So you get elite. Level programming and coaching for twenty nine ninety nine US a month. Positions of Power dot programs dot app. Go there and get yourself started. Welcome back. It is Six Pack Lapidat. We got our boy, Billy Mac, Wild Bill, Big Bill, and Messi Kamesi, and game day legend himself, Matt Gary Returns. We're being spoiled here. This is three podcasts with the legend. Um, man, it had been a minute since we had you on the podcast. And now we belt off three in a row. And, and let me say something. When I had uh, Eric Helms on, and I put a teaser out there and I was like, legendary coach is coming on our next podcast. Had a couple of people slide in my DMS and be like, you finally bring Matt back on.
1: And I'm like, <laughs> I'm oh, like, man. and I was <laughs> like,
0: no. So, and I was like, he's coming. It's not him this time, but that I was literally in your DMS talking to you about coming on. And I was like, not yet, but he's coming, but nice guess. That's a good guess. But, uh, but here we are. We got the women's Powerlifting America uh, preview show. Looking at this, it's, uh, we, it's, it's star-studded in terms of who we could see going to the world's representing Team USA. U.S. is going to have a very strong team, and they're going to need it. Because everyone's already heard the chatter about Team France with the women's. We don't need to get into a preview show but we don't have a heck of a lot of battles on the women's side, but we can talk about what we see with these women. And we could have a little bit of discussion about what that, what that weight class might look like at worlds, et cetera. We've done it before. We could add some spice. It is going to be special. The men are going over very strong, lots of world champions. The women will as well, but Oh my gosh, are they going to be in the midst for several battles at worlds individually? per weight class and then overall for team points um it's nation versus nation france versus usa and, and next world championships next year u.s has got the bid in holy smokes france won but they didn't win beating u.s that's a pretty big caveat because u.s had not lost in years so that's a pretty big caveat if they win this time there'll be no asterisks Coming back to the U.S., you know U.S. will be like, my, this, come on, (laughs) we're hosting. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's kick it off from the top. Uh, We'll start at the bottom, 47 kilo class. That is the home of Heather Connor. Heather, a dominant force in the 47 kilo class going into 2021. Looked like a runaway favorite for that just to continue. And then 2021 became a star emerge out of the aforementioned France in Turbo Tip. My goodness. At the French Nationals, posted up a 418 kilo. That is the biggest we had ever seen in the 47 kilo class. Um, put everybody on notice. We already knew France got shooters, but Turbo Tip is definitely amongst them. It's Heather Connor in the PA Nats. We think, obviously, a runaway favorite and in, in likely to take this, and that's I'm extremely likely to take this, but it's a question I'm, I'm going to ask you, fellas. She has ambitions to go to world games, ambitions for a clash with Turbo Tiff in probably, no, not probably, in the most important and closest 47-kilo clash ever, and it's for the world title. Is she going to go all out here? Is she going to hold back here because the schedule is so deep? Bill, what do you think?
1: You'd have to assume so that she, you know, obviously she's taking on the the task of going to World Games this year in July, Arian. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, she's basically going with PA Nats in April, South Africa Classic Worlds in June, then world games in J- July. And then, you know, potentially, you know, the Sheffield or something like that afterwards of that, but, you know, basically three meets like that huge meets within <laughs> whatever's going to be 12 weeks or whatever it is, is insane. So um, she is 47 kilos and probably recovers, you know, five times as fast as I do. So if, <laughs> if she went full out, I'm sure she would be fully recovered by the time worlds comes around. But, you know, in my mind, there's no reason to risk, anything bad happening so just kind of cruising there take a you know two attempts of each and then call it a day
0: let, let, let me let, let's do it overrated or no not overrated over <laughs> under 400 that's the big 400 over under. under 400 kilo. under 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 if she's going 400 she's
1: going 419 or whatever it has to ever to beat well, may,
0: maybe not maybe not maybe not yeah. maybe not okay under. hang on Arian, what are you saying, sir?
2: Um, just because uh, they're gonna go under, I'll say over four hundred.
1: Arian's always the under guy, too. I right? never talking <laughs> about this stuff. That's
0: funny. Yeah. And and Matt, what are you thinking?
3: Yeah, it's 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 got to be under four hundred for me. I mean, just look at the lineup of meats that she's you know got on her plate. You have, to, you, you have to prioritize and look at bigger picture here. This is just about punching your ticket to get to South Africa and and, and you know, lock horns with Tiff. So that's, yeah, you, you, you're, you're not going all out at this meet. You have nothing to prove. You're as, as decorated as they come, save it.
0: Here's what I'm going to say, okay? I'm going, she goes over 400. Let me tell you why, gentlemen. <laughs> yes, let me tell you why. Because she's a sassy number, and she saw a week earlier what Turbo Tiff did, 418. And she's telling herself, all right, well, Turbo Tiff's got one more week on me because she was a week out and hit 418. I got to at least post something close. I'm thinking she's going 400 or over because she saw what Turbo Tiff did. She sees the heat Turbo Tiff has and she's in I've looked at her numbers in the gym. She's got a dead on her. She's always got a dead on her. And there's she's a spicy customer. If I you know I don't know. I don't have any inside information, I promise. I did not ask her. But uh I think she's going over. And I think of the ladies that are likely to take the foot off the gas. I think she's putting her foot on the gas at least over 400 just for her own self, because she has turbo Tiff. She wants to peek around the corner a little bit, feel the weight, almost like a primer and she needs it. I think that's what the way she's going to go. And I think we it, she might even go deep. She might even be inspired by turbo Tiff and go deep. I would not recommend it because her travel is twice as worse as turbo Tiff, If not more because of time zones and everything it's, Turbo Tiff, not only as a week extra, which when you have that few weeks, it's still an extra week. And the travel is not going to impact Turbo Tiff. She's dropped. The time zones isn't as bad. She's going North to South. I think maybe slightly over, but so if there's a time zone, it's, it's, it's nothing. So the time zones is nothing. The travel's not that bad. Travel is going to be super duper harsh for Heather, whatnot. So um, I wouldn't recommend it. But just with everyone talking about France and everyone talking about the showdown and what Tiff just did and the calculations were both not that far difference in terms of weeks out, wouldn't be surprised if at least four hundo. I'll, I'll leave it at that. And oh my God, am I excited for Worlds and that clash and that showdown. But we'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll put a pin on it. Don't let me run away with it. How about the 52s? Um, What are you thinking, Arian?
2: That one's tough because... You have uh, Marissa Enda coming, who is, you know, the multi-time national champion from USAPL, also the world champion uh, before an IPF. But she did, you know, have that injury at the last USAPL Nationals. I don't know exactly, you know, details how long it's been uh, from that. And she said she's kind of been like, you know, rebuilding her training, rebuilding her numbers, kind of working around it. So you don't know what kind of Marissa shows up. Her best numbers are 430. I don't think she's going to do the 430 because I'm not sure if her strength is there. And again, she doesn't need it. So I think she'll be maybe closer to the 400 range depending on uh, where the Dell of strength is at. So I I think that she's going to still uh, run away with it um, based on the other competitors there. And so she could just, you know, kind of do this as a rebuild. Okay. You had the bad nationals. You come here at this nationals, you rebuild, hit that 400, maybe get to worlds, get on the nominations up there in the first flight and then go and try and perform your best at worlds.
0: What are you thinking, Matt?
3: Yeah, I agree with Arian. This is a, this is a, a, a springboard meet for her, a momentum builder, if you will. Um, just looking at the numbers, um, Leia Goldring would be her next closest competitor, uh, Leia competed in in Virginia last year and hit <clears throat> a 387.5. That was her
0: PB total. She, she um, pulled out, she pulled out. I should probably just hop in here real quick. She actually pulled out, so that's even more that she could take the foot off the gas, I guess. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. yeah,
3: then yeah, I mean, this is yeah, this is this is Maurice's meat. At you know, um, we're, we're not 100% of, of how healthy she is, but you know, the training videos that she's put out look. Solid, um, not at her best, not at her 430 kilo that she uh total that she hit at the Arnold that year, but um, she doesn't need to be so, yeah. I, I see her cruising in this meet, taking it easy and cruising to victory.
0: Bill, what are your thoughts here? This is just a, a ticket puncher when she gets the world's obviously gonna have her work cut out for her with Naomi Alibera of France, Shizuka Rico of France, uh, you know, possibly Indy Riley if she goes USVI. So what are you thinking here, sir? What does this look like? And, and what do you think she's looking at at Worlds?
1: Well, I actually think that, um, I don't think she's going to lose by any means, but Agata Przbilska um, is the, her competitor who is actually an international competitor from Estonia. So she's over here in America now. Um, she did University Worlds um, from Estonia. Um, and I saw her training numbers. She looks pretty decent. Looks like she'll be somewhere in that 375 possibly even 380 range kind of thing so it's not you know it's pushing marisa a little bit for sure i mean yeah. you know you're creeping up on that 400 number um so but it's interesting though like i don't know what her her deal is with you know is she here on a student visa or, or, or why how she's here if she's even able to make the national team or not um, since she, like I said, she's been part of the Estonian Federation. This is her, her first meet in America. So we'll see what happens there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it just, as far as Marisa goes, it's uh tune up for worlds for the most part. Um, hopefully no slip-ups, hopefully no injuries and,
0: you know, forward from there. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing I get to there then. Um, so you, you can take the foot off the gas, but not so you know, you're not walking out there doing some openers, shaking hands and leaving. You're going to have to post a total together. I guess the other thing to mention
1: real quick, sorry, is yeah, that yeah. Go ahead. The, um, the qualifying total they have is 387 and a half. Oh, so okay. Wow. Marissa can't, so it's creeping up on that 400 kilo total. So Marissa can't like totally sandbag this thing, you know, um, especially if she's not at, you know, a hundred percent kind of deal. So um, hopefully that doesn't come to a case where, you know, she misses out on that, but I don't think that'll be a problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, her top end, you know, I mean, obviously she's a former world champion. Uh, She knows how to pull it together. And she's, that's that international experience she has um, where she'll, she knows how to piece together the nine for nine days she needs to get the total she needs. And I'm sure they're going to see Agatha coming. And if they think she might, you know, get, make a push for it. But uh, how about the 57s here? Um, Matt, have you seen too much of this? I've not.
3: And we only have one. one Yeah. Alexandra, Alexandria. Alexandria. Yeah. Alexandria. Um, I actually probably need to do some. I did some digging earlier and quite frankly, because she was lifting unopposed, I didn't pay a ton of attention to her. Um, So you're picking her to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she just has to show up. And make, <laughs> three <laughs> lifts. So, but
0: Aaron, as someone pulled, up. I'm going to be honest with you uh, because I wasn't. I was actually just looking at in terms of picking the winners as well. But um, is she going to hit that the minimum requirement to possibly represent the U.S.? Because that, in terms of the storyline, not only for her, um, yeah. I mean, it's good to have this experience lifting this world class lifters that she has that day. But it also is that discussion if Pa can double up in a different division um so Look, is. It, it, it looks like her pb
3: total from what i can gather is 367 and a half so uh she did that 422
1: at, is the qt 422 422 ah, that's so, quite a ways yeah, that's that's yeah
3: yeah that's quite a
1: ways so she did that 367 like five months ago four months ago yep. um so yeah i mean i don't know if i was a sandbag or what i didn't actually see the meat but um yeah most likely not putting 60 kilos on and that short of time, but maybe she is,
3: who knows? Yeah. I mean, if if she missed her last two deadlifts at that meet, so she hit her, she hit her opener and then she went up 12 and then went up another 10. I don't know. I'm guessing, presumably she missed those on technicalities, but Mm. even if we add, even if we add in the extra 20, 22 and a half kilos, that's only putting her, you know, at three ninety ish. And so, yeah, you know, but, but we don't know. Maybe if, you know, her, rate of adaptation is pretty high but that for a lifter of that size that's a big ask
0: it's it it would be a hell of a story if she had 390 in her losses and technicalities and then covered that gap in in the meantime with strength gains um that would be a phenomenal story and hats off to her either way i mean she's lifting amongst world champions former world champions you know, national champions. I mean, she's found herself right in the middle of it. So she's going to gain tons of experience for sure. And uh, the stream is going to be lovely for any of her friends that are going to be watching. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look at then. Obviously, you know, crunching. Let's move to the 63s though. Um, the 63s, Arian, what are we looking at here, sir? Are we at the return of a legend who's not unaccustomed to international competition?
2: Yeah, you're talking about uh, Megan Scanlon, who's bounced around between the 57s and 63s before. For this meet, she's going 63s. She got second place in 2019 Worlds in that epic battle against Maria T. Um, she's won nationals before, broken plenty of records. So she comes in with a 495 uh, total PRs, what I see, versus uh, Bills lifter Ellen Liverpool who has a 472.5 kilo total, but I believe that was in the 69 kilo class. So now she's doing the cut down as well. So it's, it's close. We'll see how um, Ellen has progressed to see how much she has to push uh, Meg or how much Meg can hold off because she's going to have a battle when she goes to Worlds with all these lifters doing 500 kilo plus in that 63 kilo class. So she may not be able to, pull off the gas she may have to get to that you know 495 500 to make sure ellen doesn't take that spot from her um or depending on how much ellen loses from the weight cut then she could pull back a little bit but the minimum total is also 450 so you can't pull back too much
3: 450 yeah
0: what do you th- bill maybe you can give us a little insight i'm not asking you to give you know any kind of trade secrets here but um what are we looking at here in the 63s cuz while Megan is obviously well-documented, what are we looking with your Lifter?
1: Well, you think about it, right? So Megan's moving up a weight class. Ellen's moving down. Megan has a higher total already. So it kind of makes sense that, you know, Scanlon's going to win. Ellen will come in second place. Um, look for Ellen to hit that um, that qualifying total, that 450-plus, and, you know, throw her name, her hat into the ring for the alternate spot for Worlds. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much what we're looking at. I mean, I don't think there's any expectations of beating Scanlon, but if she has a very rough day, then yeah, absolutely, there's expectations there. But you know, going in, Meg's the by far the big favorite.
0: Are you guys obviously with um? We've did we talk about Carpino at this particular podcast? I know we did last one. Maybe we should touch up but, on that. Basically.
2: Sure. Real quick, basically what we're talking about as a minimum total is it's the average of fifth place over the last three worlds. So they went and looked at what fifth place was in the last three worlds, averaged out the total. That is the minimum total. They set that to get the automatic spot, you have to win and hit that minimum total. You can't just win. So you have to hit that minimum fifth place total to get the automatic. If you don't get the automatic fifth place, but you did win the national title, you go into the alternate pool. So for some of these lifters, there's other goals here, you know, you may win the national title, but you don't hit the minimum total where you go, you go into the alternates, or maybe you look for the North American championship, or you're having now your qualifying total for next year's nationals If they do set qualifying totals for next year's nationals. And so you're already qualified. So there's other goals here as well. So for Ellen, she can get that 450 to potentially be high up there in the alternate pool to see if she can make it the world. If someone else doesn't go or something happens, or maybe go North Americans or something else like that.
0: Yeah. Or if another champion doesn't make it or or whatever, um, in terms of their total, right? Like if uh, we
2: we always had like, you know, people always assume every national champion goes every year. We have people that climb, people that get injured, um, different things that they have to back out and then let other people get in. Right.
0: And, uh, so yeah, strategy wise, obviously you want to go the biggest you can, but you also have to keep your eye on the possibly that alternate spot. Matt, what are you thinking here, sir? is Meg going all out? Is she holding back? Obviously the 63s are insane at the world with Leah Bavall waiting for her in France. But uh, what do you think Meg's going to do here? Yeah, I think, I I think to,
3: to, to Bill's point, you have a lifter who's kind of heating up and then one who's coming down. And so, I mean, you know, Meg already has the established total total, you know, at this weight class and Ellen doesn't. So, uh you know I've got Meg winning. Um I don't think that she need, needs to go full throttle. Um but by the same token, you know, the uh Ellen has been working with Bill for quite some time. Uh she used to train at our facility in Rockville, Maryland, SSPT. So I, I know Ellen quite well. She's a really good squatter and she's a hell of a deadlifter. Um you know where she's gonna lose some ground is in the bench, but it's it's nice to have that deadlift you know, she'll, she'll, out pull Meg. Um, and, and so it's nice to be able to have that ace card up your sleeve to either, you know, hit that four fifty plus total that she would need for the Carpino score. Or, you know, as you said, if, if Meg, um, makes a mistake or misses some lifts, then, you know, perhaps El- uh, Ellen can scoot in there and, 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 and snatch a victory. But, but I have Meg going one and Ellen going two.
1: There it is yeah and and i got, Ar- got arian handle and ellen so i told him this load it up on a third one boy send it let's go 410 kilos Yeah, that's a little <laughs> actually actually it's funny so i remember mike uh um, matt telling me one time he's like listen he's like if you ever want to you know you always have a chance to win a meet doesn't matter who you're going against you want to go against that's mike it? t Load up 500 kilos at the end, man. You pull it, you win. That's it. You know.
3: Every every, every lifter has the
0: opportunity to go for the win. <laughs> yeah, this is this is you know technically true. This is it. <laughs> you give the speech in the back room. How bad do you want it, son? And
2: you <laughs> walk
1: out, you
0: pretend to pull a hamstring. Like, oh, I almost <laughs> had that.
1: That's so almost, right. yep.
2: Imagine if you had another sports like, hey, you can win this football game if you can kick this 200 yard field goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's almost intense. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um all right fellas let's move along to the 69 kilo class we have a bit of an interesting situation here don't so kristen dunsmore wins the u.s raw Nats in the 72s the year that they go to 2019 she shows up in sweden injured doesn't get to put forth the performance she wanted is in pain the whole nine difficult to watch walks off the platform. That can't be how that story ends. Here we are. She has an opportunity to punch her ticket to return to the IPF world championships and have the performance that she always wanted. And when she won the U.S. Raw Nats as a 72, her body weight was always floating around the 69 kilo class. When they turned on the 69 kilo class, that was perfect for her. You know, that settles just right for her. Um, So here's Kristen Dunsmore on the comeback, looking to rewrite or not even rewrite, but just finish that storyline for her. This is the second half of her book. She wants to end it proper on the world stage. But an interesting note, Chelsea Sabat, who is the closest competitor to her, and they're going to have a bottle in the 69 kilo class, It's actually her client, and she is training Chelsea to take away her dream and foil her own story ending, her big comeback story, everything I just set up. Kristen is actually helping that get taken away from her.
2: It's a very interesting situation. I was going to say Chelsea has her own comeback story as well because she competed at 2017 uh, Worlds in Belarus. She got fourth place there. Then she did the USAPL Ron Nationals in 2017 where she had her PR total 502.5. And then she took almost four years off or right about four years off after that. I believe she had to like get some uh, discs fused in her back due to injuries and stuff like that. So she's taken all this time off and now she's come back. So she has her own little comeback story where, Hey, I, I, you know, used to be one of the dominant lifters in the 72 I got fourth place at worlds, And now I'm coming back for the 69 kilo title.
0: You can't script it better, man. Two comeback stories. Um, (laughs) It's such a crazy scenario and maybe both can go depending on how things show up, depending on how their points go and Carpino and what, like what, well, here's the thing on this
1: one, right? So real quick. So the the, the qualifying total for this is 504.5. Neither of them have ever hit that number.
0: (sighs) Even better. This, uh, this only gets, the stakes are so high. It's literally two comeback stories. so You feel for both of them. They're friends, they're coach slash athlete, and they both need to do what they've never done before and need to have the performance of their life. It's the, this is like, this is that showdown on the women's side where it's like, oh man, you got all the intangibles. You got all the intangibles. To come back from injury, to be better than you ever have, you can't take your foot off the gas. To be going against your friend and your friend has the same dream as you, and you got to possibly take it away from them. And both of them come back from injuries like this. Whoa. This is a tough one.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you have all options. You know, one of them hits the minimum. Both of them hit the minimum. Neither of them hit the minimum. Any, anything could happen. With Chelsea also, she's coming down from the 72s. And she actually weighed in 73.6 at her meet in October. But it looks like from the weights that she's posting on her Instagram that she's basically already walking around a weight. So she looks like she took care of that in the past five months, um, walking around a weight, hitting some great numbers. I think her numbers are kind of around five ten as far as like gym estimates, like a top end. And Kristen's a few weeks ago were also looking around five ten, which makes it that much more interesting. And they're very similar, um, very similar as in like you know the the potentially the body weight and the total. But it seems Kristen posted recently that she got like the flu and she had to take some time off for training. So her numbers are looking a little bit weaker, but it could just be, you know, getting back in the gym. She went from pulling like, you know, a 220 to pulling like 190. And it's looking a little bit difficult. And like her 110 bench went from like an RP 8.5 to like RP 9.510. So it just depends on how many training sessions she needs to get back to that kind of 510 level. So that's going to be an interesting twist in there as well. Yeah. And
3: if you, and, and also Kristen's PB total. So it's interesting bill that you said that the magic number is 504 and a half. So Kristen's PB total was 500 kilos and that was at the raw nationals last year, but she only made five attempts. So now one of them that she missed was her opening deadlift and she went up anyway. So we can only assume that that was missed on the technicality. So we won't, we won't say that, that we won't count that necessarily as a miss or like a usual miss. So maybe, you know, she made that on six attempts instead of a five for nine day. But so there's, there's more meat on the bone, you know, in terms of what Kristen's capable of, but I I had no idea that she was coaching Chelsea. I mean, so that just, that just thickens the plot and makes it even more exciting. Um, I would just give the nod to Kristen uh, simply because she's got the bigger deadlift. Um, and she's going to have the opportunity to pull last it's fantastic that Chelsea is already on body weight because that was a I I found that from reading her social media as well Arian because I was concerned about that too her coming down and then Kristen already sitting there the key for me is Kristen has to make three squats absolutely positively has to make three squats at this meet It, it Kristen I love you girl you you got to make the third one bring it you know I've got faith in you that you can do it but you've got to make 3 squats because if it's this is literally going to come down to right because they're so close and then the margins are going to be razor thin body weight's going to be crucial lot number's going to be crucial all these things are going to come into play even though Kristen's going to pull last um, because they could, you know, they could be squatting right around the same numbers. Um, Chelsea will out bench her probably a, a little bit. So the lot number is not as important there, but they could be neck and neck in the squat and so forth. And sometimes it's nice to be able to see what your competitor did and so forth. But, um, but yeah, this is, this, th- this is setting up to be, I think, the most exciting of the female classes, obviously.
0: I, so going into this, I was, for the exact same reason as you, going to lean towards Kristen. I still will because um, she's the bigger deadlifter and likely will be able to see what she needs to load for her last deadlift and, uh, and not load any more than she needs and just pull for that freaking win and solidify it. Or if not for the win, obviously, to uh, hit the standard that she needs to make the world's team as well. Um, so whichever, I mean, maybe we're past that to, to win it. So that it's, it's a bit of an advantage there. Right. So I was leaning there. I didn't know she was previously sick. And um, I'd seen the deadlift like that. I thought, well, just maybe a little, I wasn't sure what it was. I didn't, I didn't know she was sick. And, um, you know, that, that wasn't that long ago though. Right.
3: Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. I think, like Aaron said, I think she even less was. Was For that the, less than a couple of weeks? She, she had the flu or something, and just said that she had a lot of aches and pains and body aches and so forth. And yeah, I saw the one hundred and ninety deadlift that she posted. When um, was that one hundred and ninety deadlift?
2: I she posted it, it March nineteenth, so nine days ago.
3: Okay, yeah, because the the two hundred and twenty that she hit was was smooth. I mean, it was comfortable.
0: Nine days ago. I mean, deload comes. And yeah. wonders happen. You know, I don't want to overthink this. Hey, lo comes and wonders
2: happen. It could just be the body getting used to it. You have to get back in the gym, get a few sessions in, get your technique back, feel the heavy weights again, and then she may be ready to go.
0: Tough, a, a tough day in the office when you come back from being sick. You could bounce back quick, and then lo comes, you hit the platform, you're right back at it. I'm sticking with Kristen, uh, but Chelsea's. I, I've been watching Chelsea as well, and she's uber confident. Um, she's feeling great. She's hitting PRS like, like post, uh, post-surgery comeback. Yeah. Post-surgery comeback PRS. And she feels like extremely confident with it. And, um, I mean, it's crazy. Like Kristen's reposting her (laughs) Chelsea's lifts and her story because she's proud coach, but on the (laughs) flip side, (laughs) but on the flip side, gotta be like, God fucking damn it. (laughs) I damn it. Um, but, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to stay Kristen. Bill, what do you think? It's-
1: so this is a weird one for me. Cause Chelsea and her husband, Andre are two of my best friends in the world Been friends with them for, you know, a decade, went to their wedding, you know, you know, been on vacation with them, went to worlds with her, handled her at, you know, umpteen different meets handled him at umpteen different meets kind of thing. Um, you know, I'm glad to see her back coming back from the injury and everything like that. Um, her bench has taken a hit from the, that was always her, like, trump card kind of thing it was you know she had the big big bench you know it's taken a little bit of a hit with the weight cut for sure uh the has been on par with what she's kind of done in the past and her deadlift she just she's got small hands so you know she's a gymnast or was a gymnast so basically when she's she had the big bench and she you know basically her hands would swell up before deadlifts come and she would always have a hard time holding on to that third pull, So she's always good for two, but the third one is always a crapshoot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously with, with uh, Dunsmore having the bigger deadlift and obviously sandbagging Chelsea's training and sabotaging her, which I heard. happened. <laughs> <right? So>, um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, but um, I think, um, yeah, I got KD at 520, Chelsea at 510. Is what I got going on?
0: Oh wow, five big big numbers. Yeah, that's a big. Yeah, we're talking some good numbers here.
1: I think they both they both show out, they both show off, and it's going to be a a hell of a fight. Um, But again, Chelsea again, I think Chelsea misses the third deadlift, and then Dunsmore can kind of jump up a little more and pad the total a little bit at the end instead of having to you know pull for the win and you know chip away at it. Another interesting thing here is. Did we have a sixty? Was there? There's never been an American sixty-nine kilo lifter, therefore yeah. there's at Worlds. Therefore there's no records. Oh yeah, that's right. Wow, that's true. Because last year was the first year of sixty-nine kilo class, and US didn't go. Damn, dude! I I
0: didn't even think about that. To right now, I'm glad so, you asked. Like, that. Are we just
1: chipping everything left and right. All
2: I guess long? they. I guess they could do a couple things. One, they could just use the 63-kilo records to make standards for 69s. Or big, or, no, no, the 63 oh, no, yeah. American, sorry, sorry. American sorry. records, just yeah, yeah. copy and paste and make it the standard. Or you could take like the difference between 63 and 76, something like that, but then you have to see if there's any 76 records. How do you do that? So
1: The meet's in four days, so what do you think? is going to happen. I think nothing's going to happen. Like
2: they may have already <laughs> uh, worked on I'm
0: that. Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> we'll see, Irian, What do you What do you expecting? Did you already give your pick on this one? I, I,
2: I, I did not give. About? I did not give my pick. I'm thinking it's going to be a little bit lower totals, and it's tough to know which way Kristen goes based on how much training she got in before she has to deload again. So, like you could potentially have a situation where, like like Bill says, maybe Chelsea misses her last deadlift, opens the door for Kristen to pull, you know, 215, 220 for the win, and so they might be both around five hundred five to five ten. But you could have a situation where. Kristen, unfortunately, just bad timing. She doesn't perform as well, doesn't have enough time. And so maybe she does like 495 and then Chelsea gets the 505. But I'm just going to assume that because Kristen did most of the training cycle and did most of the work that she just needs to get a couple sessions under her to feel vulnerable again and that she'll be able to do that. And so I picked Kristen one and Chelsea two.
0: And I don't know if you guys seen, but um, so obviously we got Chandler Babb as the world champion and was in the USVI. She'll be returning to the IPF World Championships. But in Norway, the Norwegian, uh, Mart Jenner from uh, Norway, who took silver at the last World Championships at the Norwegian Nationals, hit a 542.5 kilo total. 542.5 kilo total. Absolutely insane what's going on in powerlifting in the women's division worldwide you know from what they're doing in europe to you know uh new zealand i mean the 76 we're talking about the 76s in a second but the 76 that out that put a 581 kilo total from from new zealand as a 76 well above what jessica bittner the world champions done i got to from poland who had out totaled jessica bittner's world record total as well um, so Poland, New Zealand, Norway, Canada, the aforementioned Jessica Bitter, to Britain, to France, to Italy, stop. You want to talk about 63s, um, you know, from Spain in the women's division, powerlifting has never been more global. It's absolutely, it's crazy. Um, these women going, are, they all got battles, <laughs> you know,
2: there's no, I sent Ryan that post of her, her uh, meat footage. and yeah, he's like, didn't. He's like, that's all right.
0: No, I I'll didn't. Oh, he's stop. Like, he's like, I,
2: I guess I'll post it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. no, look at you. Thank you for sending it to me. But anyways, but not for throwing me under the bus. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm excited. All of these women at the Worlds, um, I mean, they got the work cut out for them, but they're going to be right in the thick of it to some phenomenal showdowns. All right. So let's talk about, we talked about the 69s. Let's talk about, and, and a little bit about the 76s globally. Let's take a look at what we've got here right now in the U S because Dana McNeil, um, not in the database, but we, we had talked, I think Bill and Arian were we talking? And I was like, I seen on her Instagram, a five fifty. She was slight. If I'm not mistaken, slightly over 76 kilo. It's not in the database in open powerlifting, but she had a 550. Um, I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's an unsanctioned meet. It didn't look like it was unsanctioned, but it doesn't. There's not a lot of
1: sanctioned (laughs) meet. be careful there, Dana.
0: Hey, I ain't talking. Now be careful, man. I ain't saying nothing. But listen, (laughs) either either way, um, in terms of her capabilities, the lifts all look solid. The lifts all look real, you know, whether this is a mock meet or whatever the hell. And so 550, that was at the end of 2021. She's got a little bit of time now. We're we're going into April. I don't know if she's going full send. She's got Jessica Bittner waiting for her in the 76s at the World Championships. Agatha is going for the World Games. I don't know. I don't think Agatha is going for the Classic Worlds. Um, And the New Zealand lifter is not going to be able to make it to the Classic Worlds as well. Not this one, because she missed the cutoff. So... Next year's worlds in the U.S. the 76 kilo class is going to be one of the most stacked classes with ladies doing apps. I'm telling you that New Zealander is capable of pushing like 581. She could take this right up to 600. Give her a year. I don't know. It's crazy as a 76. Jessica Bittner, her her 565. She hit 562 and a half. As a 72 kilo lifter. That's not her top end, if that's what you're thinking. She's capable of pushing into the 580 range as well. Believe you me. Agatha is 19. It already was into the 560s at 19. So pay attention to what Agatha is gonna do in a year from now at the next worlds when she's finally in her 20s. Forget about it. We got an amazing cast globally for the 76s. And Dana is starting to pick up with a 550. And uh, who knows what she's going to be capable of by the time she gets to the worlds. She brings 550. Look at it, if she hits 550, she adds 10 kilo, which isn't the craziest. 550 was the end of last year. Yeah, she could have been 10, she could have been 15. She's right in the mix. You have a bad day. Thank you very much. The door just swung right open. Now, I'm not talking silver, I'm talking possibly gold. And you know, I love Jess. Jess is going to have to fight for this. She's not walking in. Um, so I am very interested in seeing what Dana does. I, I don't, I, I I wouldn't want to see her go full send here because I know she's got a hell of a battle coming, but, um, everything we're going to say about time zone change and travel Jess is right there with her coming from Canada. So at least it's even Steven right there. And then, um, and then, who hold on to your seat for 2023? When, when the globally the other contenders finally arrive, you're gonna have yourself one of the most stacked women's. To, it's it's like the 72s. Oh, it's like the 72s of 2019. when he announced the 76s. It's gonna be nuts. So, who, who who wants next? Who, who's so, coming in? Go so, come in, Bill.
1: So Je- Jessica Kinney, who is gonna be the second place lifter here total 500 kilos and she uh i guess that was what 5 months ago 6 months ago she's 20 years old so this is yeah. not like dana's going to be like hey cool let me just go out there hit some second attempts and be done with it like i know 550 is a huge number but like i don't know what this um this woman's been doing the last 6 months what she's going to hit coming up here right. so Let's just say the rate of adaptation she's kind of been going here. It looks like she's added about 17 and a half kilos at a clip, kind of thing. So puts her at like 517, 520. That's right in the wheelhouse of striking distance right there. So mm-hmm. it's not a walk in the park for Dana at all. Um, I do think Dana's going to win. Um, but I like, I mean, Jess Kinney being 20 years old, 21 this year, like there's, some, there's a big feature there for her for sure. Coming from Wisconsin, Um, their high school programs there are are, are insane. So she's coming from a good pedigree from that standpoint. So that'll be good. But yeah, I think those those guys will be one, two, I believe. And also Jess, so 500, so 497 and a half kilos is the qualifying total for the 76s. So likely Jess hits that and gets her name on that alternate list if she ends up coming in second place. So that'll be another one to look out for. So if the 69s don't make it and the 57s don't make it, then all of a sudden, you got two alternates popping right in.
0: She's also could be looking at um, Junior Worlds in Ecuador as well. Get some more experience. So then when the Worlds comes, yeah. But again, this
1: meet this means just for the Open. So gotcha. she's, yeah, yeah, yeah not Have yeah. to go back in June to do that 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 meet for sure. Good. But um, so you know, she wouldn't be here if she want to go,
0: right? No, that's true. Yeah, no, you might as well throw your hat in the ring. If, if and, and she sounds like she's close enough striking distance. Dana has a bad day. You're in there, but um, yeah. but even if not, she might go to Junior Worlds, gain some valuable international experience. Probably be, I mean, if she could bring up by August for Junior Worlds, that total, um, even further in the rate of adaptation for juniors. I mean, who knows? I'm, you know, again, I, I haven't even looked at the Junior Worlds. What they're what they're going to be doing, but. She could be, she could be a, a possible threat there, and then look ahead for her also to join in 2023 when Worlds comes to the U.S. Holy smokes, man! At that age, she could bring it up to the mid 500s in a year from now, or more than a year from now. So, um, yeah, I do think her. it's very
1: likely that Jessica ends up on the the national team here as the alternate.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then maybe not junior. Maybe. So maybe both. Well, Arian, what do you think – what would you tell someone to do if they could qualify for the Open or they can go to Junior Worlds, possibly win and gain that experience, and knowing that she'd still be a junior next year as well?
2: I mean, one, it depends on how they would place, and two, it depends on whether they want to do both because some people are eyeing it and saying, hey, listen, I can do Open Worlds in June and Junior Worlds in September and handle that turnaround. Some people say no or they don't have the money, so they do one. If they can only do one and they could get, you know, first or second at juniors, and maybe they're only like, you know, fifth or sixth is open, you want to send them to juniors. She's uh, born 2000, so she has a couple more years of juniors left. So you probably want to send her to juniors for one or two years, see if she can gain experience, win that world title, and then bring her over to the open. But potentially she may want to be going to the open. Maybe it fits better with her schedule being in the summer or whatever else is going on.
1: All right, flip side you're 20 years old, 21 years old you might never get another chance to go to an open world championship.
0: That's true. You got to take, well, take it. You're right. Fuck the problem. You got to take it. You're right in that doors close of opportunity and you take for granted. And just like Agatha, um, Agatha 19 is posting crazy numbers. Um, and uh, in New Zealand, I forget the lady's name, but uh, I'll crap Lena, grab, Lena um, posting yeah. crazy numbers, people, People can come and doors close, and all of a sudden, it's like, hey, remember last year? The first year for PA Nats? PA Nats is going to get more and more people every year. And maybe that you're right. Maybe that door closes. Right. That was your shot, actually, though. Matt, help me out here. First off, your. Your thoughts on Dana in the 76s, what's happening globally, how exciting this is. And Dana in the middle of that with a 550 from 2021, she might be good. We might not see it at p but she might be good for 560s, which will put her right up there with Jessica Bittner's Swedish performance, um, Bittner being the world champion. So talk to me about Dana and also help me out here. What are you coaching Jess as a junior to do? Because now... I thought I had my idea with Arian and then Bill comes in. And- <laughs> I,
3: I, I see both sides of that as far as Jess is a junior. I mean, it's, I, I don't know, man, but you, you, you probably do have to seize that opportunity and go to open worlds. If you get a shot, because like, like Bill said, when you never know, man, it's, so much can change, particularly when you're of that age, you know what I mean? School relationships, um, just family dynamics, employment, all these different factors that, that, you know, that can play into, you know, whether or not you say yes to opportunities. So I think, you know, it's like this with a lot of things in life, you got to ask yourself when an opportunity presents itself is if, it, if it isn't a hell yes, then the answer is to No, but something like that, an opportunity to go to an open world and compete with the best of the best. I think the answer is hell, yes, <laughs> and so I mean you know it kind of goes without saying so i would i would I would take that opportunity, I think, if it presents itself because you 're not there 's no guarantee that it 's going to come around again um, but to arian 's point, he makes a good you know he puts up a strong argument there with how are you going to place, and you know finances come into play and all these sorts of things but but I think I would. I would, you know, the answer is hell yes. If I could go to an open world, so I, I sure as hell know I'd take the shot at it. Um, in terms of Dana McNeil, man, has anybody ever traveled this far to compete at a nationals? She's coming from, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, so, so she's coached by a friend of mine and a former athlete that I used to coach, Ross Lepola of RTS. And so um, I know that Ross, unfortunately, is not going to be able to make the trip to Austin. So Mike T is going to be there handling Dana, um, you know, as part of the RTS family there. But, um, you know, she's put up a 542 and a half kilo total. Um, the, five, the, the 550, when did you
0: say that was, Ryan? It's oh, on was, her Instagram uh, yeah. from late last year, but
1: okay, gotcha. uh, it's
0: not in the database. So I right. don't know. But- it, was, it, was a, it
1: was a Marine Corps meet that she did.
3: Um, yeah fair enough. Okay. Got it. It was a military meet. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so look, she's in the neighborhood presumably, but I mean, I mean, she even said on her social media, on Instagram, she's like, I am not looking forward to this travel. She goes, I looked at my itinerary. And when I looked at the time and she goes, once I got to the part where it said, it's going to be at least a day, she's like, I stopped reading. (laughs) So, so, you know, she, it's going to take her, you know, over a day to get here. How much of a toll is that going to take on her performance? Um, She doesn't need to go full throttle, but she needs to be mindful of, you know, making sure that she hits that qualifying standard or the 497 and a half which you know presumably she can do but if this other girl has um you know for her rate of adaptation like bill said if she's adding that much you know per meet um just be mindful of that so i mean i'm picking dana to win for sure and it's it as you said ryan it's gonna be super exciting when she can toss her hat in the ring and go toe-to-toe with these other you know uh giants at at, at 76 i mean you got Bittner is just phenomenal. And so, yeah, I mean, those are the clashes that you want to see. So I think, I think she, you know, with, with the coming from Japan and the long travel and with the fact that she can and probably should take her foot off the gas a little bit, you know, I don't necessarily think that we're going to see her, her a performance, a plus performance, but she, she doesn't need it. Hold on a sec. She's coming from Japan. She's coming from Japan. Yep, and before that she was stationed in Alaska, so that's where Ross actually saw her the first time. And so when he first saw her, he's like, "Man, this girl's going to be something special." And then shortly thereafter, I think he, you know, she moved. She went from she went from Alaska to Japan. So that's why I said I don't think anybody's ever traveled this oh far competed at a nationals. We're not talking world worlds. I mean, it's one thing, you know, Brett Gibbs can always say I'm coming the furthest out of everybody. You know what I mean? But she's coming to do a nationals, and she's coming from Japan.
0: Will she be in Japan? four worlds because that's actually a favorable travel to South Africa I think over Bittner from Canada I think I've never traveled from Japan to South Africa but I wonder yeah, yeah. That, that depends on timeline yeah I don't know
3: and I actually checked it to, you, you were talking about France earlier France I think depending upon what part of France you're in France is in the same time zone as South Africa so anybody coming from, yeah anybody they're just going you know north to south whatever forget about it that's huge. So,
1: yeah, it's huge. Interesting. Summer, summer to winter, summer to winter. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right, right. Exactly. So, anyway, so that's what I'm expecting out of Dana. Um, yeah,
0: for the 76s. Beautiful. Okay, let's move on to the 84s, gentlemen. Now, this is the queen. She took best lifter at Worlds. Um, she's in a position pos- possibly to break a record for best lifter at Worlds, um, should she be able to pull off the trick. Leave that for the preview show for Worlds. What are we expecting from her here today? Look, at I know we talk about a lot of people taking their foot off the gas that they feel, you know, they could, they could cruise and kind of save it for Worlds. But when you talk about Amanda Lawrence, this young lady doesn't take her foot off the gas. She's all gas. She puts that foot heavy on that gas. i seen what she did at the Arnold. You know, pulling, what was it, 265-kilo, 585-pound deadlift, something crazy like that. We've seen her squats, man. She goes heavy. You know, she's she's going in. I think of all of these lifters, a man is going to go in because she's like an Ashton in terms of this is how she keeps her nervous system revved. You know, she's conditioned for this, and she obviously bounces back and is able to do it again because she goes heavy from time to time. Um, not the two sixty five range Arnold Classic deadlift that was special, but um, she can pull it out. So is she going all in like she would if it's the worlds, maybe not, but I don't think it's, it's going to be cruise control. That's just not how Amanda lifts, not in training, not, not often unless she's injured something like that, which we've seen, but I, from what I've seen, she is not injured. She is at full capacity. So her coming in at full capacity, like I think she is, I think we'll see something special from her. And I think she's primed from it. And then when worlds comes around, People are like, well, she did PA She went. She went pretty heavy. I don't think it's going to, I think she's going to be fine. I think the travel might be a problem. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. That's going to be a situation, but I don't think it'll greatly impact her. Just the way she trains, it's the way she's climatized. Um, what do you think, Matt? Yeah,
3: I, I agree with everything you said. I think Amanda's got that, yeah, she's got the mentality where it's like, man, it's all gas, no brakes. Um, Her training looks good. Um, I have no idea where she is in terms of body weight, how much she has to cut. I know in the past, uh, sometimes, you know, she's trained a little bit heavy and the weight cuts have affected her strength. So sometimes that that, you know, you wind up leaving some of your best lifts in the gym and you're not able to kind of match that performance. So I'm not sure uh, what her what her body weight is like. Presumably she's, you know, close or, um, you know, and, and, and a, and, a water cut away. But I mean, this is, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm looking for a big performance out of her as well. And then, yeah, a similar or a repeat performance, or maybe even better in South Africa. Um, she, she does not strike me as the type of person who, um, who wants to take her foot off the gas.
0: Listen at worlds. And I, and I don't mean that as
3: a, that, that, that that's not a dig at her that's you know some people are just cut that way you know and and so, so dude, yeah.
0: hey look at she's yeah. she's the best of the best she's best yeah. with their worlds like whatever right. works you and, and yeah whatever for works sure. and um, yeah she's got the heart of a line in terms of dealing with travel or whatever uh, I saw her at Sweden she for, she got sick barfed into her hand and it was like like she was sweaty like in the warm-up room like oh my I came over I was like hey you okay. And she was like super sweaty and all struggling. I'm like, oh my god. She went out there and was smashing world wreck. I, I thought like she might bomb. I remember coming back to the commentary booth being like, I'm a little riled. Cause I talked to her. Like we we keep in, we we've done podcasts for years. Talk to her in the DMs, just catch up. She's a good kid. And like That's I don't you like you legitimately start getting close to people, you start feeling a little worried when you see them like that, and you know with the travel and everything they did so much to get over there. And it I've never been more like this isn't good. And she came out onto the fucking platform. She's got the heart of a lion, man. That's why, like some people, like some horses, like you know, they whip the horses to make them go. Some of them you gotta pull back. Amanda's got a heart. You gotta, you better try to pull her back because she's going. You know, it's, it's not, it's that fight in that dog. You almost don't want to take it out of her. Let that dog have that fight, you know, because uh, it's just the way she's built, man, psychologically. And and her body can take it. She comes back week after week and puts it in. And she's, you know, so anyways, um, Bill, what do you think it's her?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously run away from Amanda. I mean, she's the,
0: you know, no one even really
1: sniffs her in that, in that weight class in the world right now. So, yeah, there's no question there. Um, quick shout out to one of my lifters in this class Jackie Mercer she's coming back from um, some serious knee stuff that we've been dealing with all the last two years during you know the COVID and all that stuff so um, just happy to see her back on a national platform and expect a, a good day from her so it should be pretty cool but um, yeah Amanda to show for sure.
0: Arian what are you saying sir what do you expect do you think are, are we crazy is amanda going out there like i'm not saying she's going pr territory necessarily or unofficial world records but um does she hold back does she what are you expecting from her
2: yeah i think it's it's somewhere in the middle like i would like for her to hold back like you know maybe 615 total or maybe even 605 total and just like you know go more conservative on the squandel if you can always push the bench because I recovers a little bit faster but i think yeah she's gonna Pushed it a little bit. She did the 265 deadlift, as you mentioned, during Arnold week. She had post up a 250 squat recently from her training. So I think she'll push it a little bit. Maybe not full 100%, but maybe she goes for like a 635 total, uh, which is similar to what she hit at Worlds. And um, kind of jumping ahead, probably eyeing that best lifter award as well.
0: I want an over-under right now. Matt, what do you think about this? 635 over under. No, no, wait. What's the number we should do? What's the number we should do, fellas? That's her her world record is what 636 and a half, I think.
2: And, and she yeah, she's done 646 in a local. She's done
0: league. she's done more though. She's done quite a yeah, like 646 you know and 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 keep in mind what we said about her deadlift and what where she's at strength-wise is probably more than that. Now. So 635, I know it doesn't sound conservative, but that for her, I honestly think her top end is around 650 now. Like her deadlift, that, that, what she did earlier that dead was crazy. I know it's just walk in deadlifting, not squatting first, whatever. But if she's, she's done 646, so if she's 10 kilo more now, mm. 635 is actually a stitch conservative. Are we talking over under 635? Let's do 635. Arian, uh, or Matt, or Matt, do you want to think about it? Uh, over. She's going Oh, Matt's
2: just going in. Uh, she's going I, in. I want to go exactly 635. With that's, six what gonna, that's, what that's what I was going to That's
0: why I don't want I want to split you guys. I'm going to right you I'm gonna gonna put you guys that on the that, spot on
2: purpose. Yeah. I'm going to go under. Bill.
1: I mean, she's going to hit exactly what she needs to be best lifter. So if it's 610, 625, yeah, 650. Right, like legitimately, like right. Heather's really? gonna
0: send it. Maybe, maybe, maybe she goes. You know what? With all, I mean, respect- yeah,
1: she could. She could hit it on the second and go for something big on the third. So
0: um, she's always gonna have that advantage of
3: going after Heather. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. she's at the she's at the end of the meet, so she's in the driver's seat. So I mean, if she needs to pull it back to get best lifter, she can. I just, you know, but just based upon what we all just said before, I yeah. What's the world record total? Six thirty six and a half.
1: Okay, so she goes over then, because she'll go 637, just so she gets the American record. Let me
0: say something, yeah. That's oh,
1: wait, true. no, yeah, it's not the American record, because it's not the, because she did that at USB-I. She's usb so, so it
2: wouldn't yeah. be, yeah. Oh. So
1: that's, that's funny. So, uh, so the record's going to be
2: 613.
1: God, this is confusing. Why can't we all just be together again? Like, stupid. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll just say, I'll say over, <laughs> so she beats that total she did at Worlds or whatever, yeah.
0: I think she's going over as well. I so think I'm the she's only going on. I well, I mean, look at man. I maybe we're wrong. Maybe she just maybe do because if Heather goes a little bit less into cruise control, if you believe that, so then Amanda, well, if you believe you, she's going 420 plus, bro. So. I, I do believe that. I think she is going. I'm not 420 plus. Okay, hold on. I just <sighs> agreed before I should have waited till you're done talking before I I think she's going in. Um <laughs> but if you believe Heather's gonna tone it down. Amanda might just tone it down the same and win bislifter with less. But I got a fr- I got a feeling that um, I got a feeling Heather's not toning down as much as you guys think. I got a feeling Heather's going in and I got a feeling that's gonna push Amanda to go in. She's gonna get excited, she's gonna go in, and um, I think that's what we're gonna see. Maybe uh-huh. I'm wrong. Let's talk about the top fives now.
1: This well, is 84, 84 plus. Plus, sorry.
0: Come on. I mean well we know we know this will be this a short one. This well, easy. Bonica Brown is returning. You know what? So I I do actually actually I want to say something about this. Looking at the worlds previously, so she's obviously Bonica is the eighty four plus queen, in and out of equipment, world games, equip worlds, classic worlds, you name it. And for a long time, when you have a a long standing champion, you know, and nobody's kind of coming up the push, it gets a little stale. That's not necessarily going to be the case this year. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, I don't think she's going to go full on in right now, but Emily Mergier from France, and these are team points that are going to be very crucial for the U S versus France national team battle. But Oh my goodness, Is this going to be a good, it'll be a decent showdown. I think Bonica is, you know, still the best 84 we have alive. I think she's the strongest woman in the IPF. And um, so obviously I'm picking her here, but it's going to be more interesting now when she goes to worlds and it isn't just like, let me just like, this is mine. I might have a squat battle, but the rest of it, you know, once we get into bench is already mine, it's going to be, she can't just go in there and have an off day. She's had days at worlds where her total's gone down and she won't be able to win like that anymore. And you actually need that as a sports fan to tune in and be excited to be like, I have to believe that there's a competition going on. I can't believe that if you're gonna win, you could skate through and win. Otherwise, um, you know, it's just it's it's not as entertaining to watch. She's got herself some some serious competition coming up. And if Emily Mergier, who got a 640 something. Total um, by the next, and her rate of adaptation is looking high. If she could bring that into the 650s, if she brings that to 660, Bonica, who's got a much harsher travel, we got ourselves a showdown. Something to be excited about. Um, and that's good. Look, Bonica is, I know, it's stressful when you're in it, but she her, to be in a showdown like that, it's going to make more eyes watch and more people care because we got ourselves a good sporting event. So anyways, I wanted to get that in there because um, we got to start getting excited about the 84 pluses. This is going to be the year that we're going to see some clashes. And then with Sheffield hanging over, you know, the winner that goes to Sheffield, it means a lot. All of a sudden, Emily and Bonica are like, oh, wow, only one of us are going. So there we are. Uh, Yeah, I think we're all going to pick her. Um, Is there any, but is there notes or anything you guys want to add?
2: I was just going to mention cuz like we had mentioned on the men's side how Eric Kupperstein was like you know the most accomplished um has been around for decades on the women's side that's like Bonica Bonica has won like every world title that's out there the classic three lift the equipped three lift the classic bench the world games like whatever's out there she's won she won sub juniors during her first run which she she was competing almost 20 years ago back in 2003 so she won the sub-junior titles, and she was competing in the Open back then as a sub-junior. She took about five years off, came back as an Open lifter, is dominating again. So she has like every title that's out there, um, which makes it interesting again for this year too. Like we had mentioned uh, before with Heather, she has to do the this Nationals, and then she has to do the Classic Worlds in June, and then she has to do the World Games in July. So how is she going to play that strategy? Uh, I think she's going to... Go easy on this one, maybe 635, 640, um, not the 671 that she hit at nationals, um, and just save herself.
0: You, you're agreeing with that, Matt? I see you, yep. yeah. Whole,
3: yeah, wholeheartedly. I remember traveling with her to Ula Tornio, Finland in 2005 for the Equip World Championships up near the Arctic Circle. So she's, she, I was. Uh, my wife, Susie competed on that team and I was an assistant under, under Dr. Maley and so forth. So yes, I mean, she's been around the block. She's done it all. Um, this is going to be smooth sailing for her. Like Arian said, she can take her foot off the gas and and kind of look at the bigger picture and the other things she's got on her
0: plate later in the year. She's got, I mean, it, it, I, it 100% agree with you guys that uh, take your foot off the gas because it's not like other years where you, the opposition might be lagging behind, this is going to be stiff. Bill, you're pretty much on the same page?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see kind of going forward. Do they let Benika's world game total count towards um, qualifying for the um, national team for the equipped in November kind of thing? Or does she have to actually go to that meet in June also, you know, two weeks after she competes or a week after she competes in um, South Africa to do the equipped nationals to qualify for that? Like, I'm assuming they'll give her some kind of pass because she's doing world games. but who knows we'll see but um yeah i got bonica at first and i have jc cooper coming in second in this quick class
0: everybody yeah, it is. I'm, sorry i'm ahead.
2: sure i'm sure they'll give her the pass that's what usapl did previous uh um, previous year world games i'm sure other countries do the same they consider that total
0: yeah hopefully yeah you, one would hope especially world games world championships like in her resume and everything but uh all right. There we are. So let's talk about uh, the top fives. Having said all that, um, who wants to go first with this?
3: I'll go Matt, first.
0: Matt, you take it.
3: Yeah, I'll go, I'll go from, uh, from, from bottom to the top. I've got Meg Scanlon at number five, uh, Bonica Brown at four, Dana McNeil at three, and then it's going to be Heather Connor two and Amanda number one. I mean, Amanda, like I said, can kind of wait and see, you know, what Heather does. And so she's, you know, clearly that's always going to be an advantage for Amanda. And so, yeah, I think Amanda takes it best lifter.
0: Arian, what are you thinking, sir?
2: As far as the bottom, I think it's similar to the men's side where a lot of of them are hanging around the same points. So I have a lot of around 105 to 107. Um, So mine's a little bit different than Matt's. I have fifth. I have, Chelsea Savitt, because I have her around um like one hundred six points. Fourth, I have Kristen Dunsmore again. Round uh, sorry, one hundred six points. Kristen Dunsmore fourth around one hundred six. I have Meg Scanlon at third around one hundred seven, and then I have Heather at second at one ten, and then Amanda at first around one fifteen.
1: Bill, what are you saying, sir? All right, I got Dunsmore in fifth. I got Bonica in fourth. Um, she is, she has been eating very well and cutting the weight down too. So that's going to help her score out, even though she's not going to potentially total as high as she normally would at a world championship or something like that. Um, then I have Scanlon at three. So originally I had Heather number one, Amanda number two, just because I thought mm-hmm. Heather would push it a little more, but you guys talked me into it. So I'm going <laughs> to say Amanda's going to chip it and go one, and Heather will go two. Yeah. But on any uh, on any normal day, I'd always have Amanda first, Heather second. But again, I just thought because of the way they're going to push it, but now you guys talked me into it. So
2: Amanda,
0: <laughs>
1: Heather, Meg,
0: Bonica, and Dunsmore. Imagine Amanda comes out, hits openers, waves to the crowd, leaves. Thank you. <laughs> It'll be the, like, oh, my sco- God. Scoo- she's she's like, you, William. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's like, you guys, what are you guys thinking, man? I got a big future in the in, uh, world. Um, listen, I originally – had my list, uh, Megan and then Dana in there, but uh, I had not realized she was coming from Japan like that. And I think she's going to come in and uh, pretty much do what she needs to to clinch, you know, and go to the world championships. But that is one heck of a travel. And uh, that'll take a little bit of gumption out of you. So I'm going to do the same as you guys. I'm going to go Dunsmore in fifth now because I have her winning that. Um, I think after that I'm going to go Meg, uh, Bonica, Heather, and Amanda Lawrence. I believe Amanda's going to, you know, not go straight up full send, but she can go pretty top end and um and be and be fine. She does it, you know, fairly often, and, and she'll be okay. Heather, I do believe she's got some gumption in her, and I do think she's going to want to with with what happened with Turbo Tiff and whatnot. She's not. She might not go all out, for, try to beat 418, Turbo Tiff's number. But I think she's going to go over four just to feel the weight, just to know, okay, keep it tight enough because uh, psychologically that helps. Uh, Bonica doesn't have to go crazy. Um, you know, I don't think the other lifters necessarily have to. Kristen is going to have to go have to go full in, but I mean, these other ladies are, are, she's contending with world champions if she wants to move up the top five and you just don't take out, we already said Bonica's the most, you know, decorated uh, Heather Connor, Amanda Lawrence. These are world champions. So, um, yeah, that's the way I see the top five. Okay, who totals more, Amanda or Bonica? That's a, that's, a, that's a good one.
1: do so you see? You think uh, Bonica? You think Bonica's holding back, and Amanda's going to push it a little bit?
2: I I still think Bonica will total more. You
0: know what? Here, this is a good. This is good. Will she actually be like? I need to pull back, but I cannot pull back too far that, that I'm getting out totaled by somebody. I might get out points, but I'm not getting out totaled. Will she say that to herself? She's scrappy because when she, had that, when she had that squat battle, remember, she's coming up with that squat and she's like, I forget the quote, but it was it was gold.
1: That's it, my record it, or my this,
0: record or something yeah, like is, that. This is my fucking record. Like <laughs> mid squat. You know, when she's inspired, she might like, or she might be looking at the other picture and be like, "I really don't care, go ahead." But <laughs> I, I, I or she's like, "Shit, I got seven more meets this year." You can t- take it, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's you know what? That's a good question. Let's let's do this. I'm going to say six thirty-five. Yeah, you know what. I, and Bonica is, the, is not posting a lot of her lifts. So like I have no idea if she's like full on peaking and getting ready, or if she's like, you know what, my big goal is to peak for for world. So this will be more just in line. I'll say, um, I'll take Bonica just because obviously she's capable, and I think she and she's going afterwards, so she'll be able to. Well,
1: at the same time, they're in the same.
0: But she'll lift flight. afterwards, though. Can,
1: like no, in terms in of squat, flight. yeah. But she'll she'll well, not deadlift. She,
2: yeah, Amanda will probably
1: pull after Bonica. Yeah, yeah, we got now.
2: You can't change your pick. You know, we have.
0: I still, I still, I still, still picking her because um, honestly, I think she's going to, because we all kind of, I think she'll think around the same way we are. It, if, if Imagine they get competitive with each other, though. Guys, I'm really sorry.
1: I didn't mean it for the last 15 minutes. Okay? I was like, we, we got
2: both times to get, to get to,
0: man. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I'm going Bonica. Matt, what are you saying? Because if these yeah. ladies get competitive, yeah? it's It'll, it'll be Bonica. Bonica. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: All right. One more question. My bald brothers, you shave your head in the sink or in the In the, shower?
0: In sink. the sink. In the sink. What
1: do what you Okay. Doing? I've been doing the shower my whole life.
0: You man. pervert. Well, I just found this out about you, you pervert. <laughs> oh wow, I'll try to edit this out. Don't worry. Um, all right, fellas. Much appreciated. I didn't even take a look at the time. Holy smokes. We did three episodes. It's 12:30. I took up a lot of your night. Uh, thank you very much. Obviously, I can't wait to see you, arian and you, Matt, and God knows when I'm see you in person, Bill. But hopefully it's never again my friend (laughs) starting to feel like it but um fellas much appreciated um you want to say real quick how do people get a hold of you
2: sure get the get the lift on instagram coach aaron k on instagram uh
0: i don't
3: identify with my instagram handle so i'm gonna go ahead with the website Okay. Tell us the <laughs> website, sir. So. SupremesportsPT.com, but mlgary
0: 72 on Instagram if, if you must. If you must, there it is. And he does check his Instagram every now and then. I'll do that. Yep. yep. Man um, <laughs> So there it is. Hop in there if, if you guys want uh programming, game day handling. These guys are the best of the best. And uh guys, much appreciated, man. We did it again. We did it again. Until next time, I'll see you fellas at PA NATs and everybody else. Be ready for that recap show. Peace.